This is the WellTech Podcast with Galit Horowitz and Amir Al-Roy. Hello and welcome to the WellTech Podcast. I'm Galit Horowitz and I'm joined by my fellow co-founder at WellTech Ventures, Amir Al-Roy. Hi, Amir. Hi, Galit. So in this episode, we hear from Mickey Bayer-Clausen, co-founder and CEO at Timeshifter, which is a very interesting company working in the field of circadian cycles and jet lag. He was quite a hit at the Global Wellness Summit here in Tel Aviv. Amir, what do we want to learn from Mickey and his company? I met Mickey about uh, two years ago in New York, and we became friends since. I think the most amazing thing we can learn from Mickey is that none of the 400 people, 400 delegates that came to the summit had jet lag. So, uh, you know, so he'll tell us all about how to prevent jet lag and how to work shifts without having any sleep issues. So I think that's really a breakthrough and uh, we're very happy to talk to Mickey. Wonderful. So let's hear the interview. This is our producer, Jonathan, speaking with Mickey Barra-Clausen. Enjoy. Welcome, everyone, to another edition of the WellTech podcast. Uh, we are again uh, recording here on location at the 2022 Global Wellness Summit right here in Tel Aviv, Israel. And we're meeting a lot of interesting people from around the world with some uh, interesting uh, companies in this uh, space between wellness and technology. My name is Jonathan Gall. My guest in this episode is Miki Bayer-Clausen, co-founder and CEO of TimeShifter. Hello, Mickey. Hi, Jonathan. Is the pronunciation fine? It, it was very good. Okay. Um, so, Mickey, people here are telling me you've got to meet uh, 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 Mickey, uh, the CEO of TimeShifter. He, he has the cure for jet lag. He worked with NASA. He, it's going to change the world. People are already telling me that, uh, you know, flying over here to Tel Aviv, they used your app and are feeling amazing. Give us a quick introduction about what it is you do. Sure. Thank you, Jonathan. Um, yeah, TimeShifter, we've built a, what we call a circadian technology platform. And it's, it's meant to solve a lot of problems that we haven't been able to solve before, mm -hmm. including jet lag, and also help shift workers that have changing work schedules, um, athletes with peak performance, and it goes on and on. There are lots of circadian problems out there and even all the way to circadian medicine. Um, so jet lag is just like one of the most common things where uh, many of us sort of meet this problem in our day-to-day in -day life. Yes. In fact, uh, the reason why we're known for our jet lag app is it was our first product, mm -hmm. and we launched that in June 2018. And what is special about it and about our platform is it, it's based on a translation of very complex circadian science, And so many think that jet lag has something to do with sleep when the underlying problem is a circadian misalignment. Mm. We have in our brain, we have a circadian clock, uh, and uh, uh, it's, it's designed based on our human evolution. It's designed for us to have a stable rhythm where we wake up when the sun rises and we go to bed when the sun sets. But when we travel, we cross time zones and we disrupt this circadian clock. Mm -hmm. And now um, the, important, the important thing to do here is to, as quickly as possible, align it again with the new time zone. And there are about a million misconceptions about how to do that. 
when in fact the science is very clear. Mm. Uh, the circadian clock in the brain, the key time cue for it is light exposure. So when you see light and avoid light, the timing of that is incredibly important. If you if you do the wrong thing there, you can make jet lag much worse. So if you take, for example, traveling on a plane, many people say, well, I'll just try to get as much sleep as I can. Well, sleep means you close your eyes and now it sends dark signal to the brain saying it's night. And if you should have been seeing light instead of avoiding light, you're now shifting your circadian rhythm the wrong way. So instead of getting closer to the new time zone, you're getting further away. And that's the secret. And I saw a quick demonstration of, uh, of your, your, the, the app. It tells you when to expose yourself to light and to dark, when you can have the last cup of coffee of the day and a lot of useful uh, things like that. That's correct. Um, I'm going to go through like three quick questions that we have for uh, people at the summit here. Sure. First question is, how do you see uh, uh, technology in the wellness industry. You're a, you're a tech person, but we're talking about wellness mm -hmm. and how these two things connect. How do you see that? Well, I, first and foremost, I think as wellness become, um, becomes more interesting, as more people are interested in that field, uh, you know, you can have technology entrepreneurs come in. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. New spaces that, yeah. you know, gets attention. It's where the action is. It's where the action is. You get people, you get tech entrepreneurs that are thinking, how can I be part of this movement? How can I be involved? How can I create new solutions? That's what we do. Mm -hmm. And so I think with wellness, um, uh, you know, accelerated by COVID pandemic, now it's, uh, you know, I think even more important for people and for businesses and for insurers and everybody else. Um, And, um, you know, I think that's what really is fueling. And there's really, there are really many movements fueling this, this, uh, this uh, category. Yep. And also getting entrepreneurs, technology entrepreneurs to get involved. There's the quantified self. There's the sleep movement. There are lots of movement that sort of is pushing yes. uh, behind this wellness movement. I'm hearing a lot about longevity today. Longevity too. Everybody yes. wants to live forever. I know. Or just live well just until we, you know, we finally, uh, you know, <laughs> yep. Uh, second question is, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot, of, a lot of people here come from the field of medicine, from mm -hmm. the industry we call health. Mm -hmm. uh, how do you see the convergence between health and wellness? I mean, first of all, I think it's a very exciting convergence and it's a very important one because uh, one doesn't work without the other. Mm -hmm. um, um, it's, a, it's a very... It's a great question and a, and a big question. I feel that um, there, there are many different um, answers to this. Uh, one of them is, well, cost of healthcare is just so high. Mm -hmm. uh, and the more, you know, so anyway, I think that's, that's one problem that leads people to look for preventative, you know, solutions. Another one is, I think, individuals. I mean, this is empowered by people saying enough is enough. We don't want to be, mm -hmm. you know, we, we don't want to, um, to, to treat, you know, a, a disease or problem that has arisen. We, we want to kind of uh, empower ourselves. And there's all these different, again, solutions now that are being more and more accessible. So, um, I, I think that's, that's part of the, that's, that's part of it. Um, I, I think really, people are just um, much more interested in their personal well-being and self-care than yeah. they, they've ever been before. Yeah. And, uh, like in, and in, 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 a, in an old world, it was, I'll do whatever I want, I'll eat whatever I want, right. and if I have a medical problem, 
I'll go to the hospital. That's right. And now, and now people are asking their doctor, can I use this supplement? Can I do this? Can I do... I mean, there's, you know, there's a pressure on the healthcare industry to uh, change. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you know, you're, you're going to see it, um, you know, it's a little slow to change at times. But um, I think that push from, uh, from below is, is, uh, is very impactful. Okay, one uh, last question uh, that I want to ask you, or maybe two last questions. Uh, aside from what you do with TimeShifter, you know, being here in this summit or uh, being active in your industry, is there uh, a trend, uh, uh, something that you see uh, in, in, the, in the future that people are going to be very interested in? Well, what's the next big thing in the wellness uh, technology field? I think anything, not anything, but many of the inventions that are looking at an individual as a unique, uh, you know, um, challenge instead of, you know, have some generic solutions that you try to apply on everyone. If you take, you know, the microbiome, for example, mm-hmm. which I, I really is very personally interested in. And here at the Global Wellness Summit, you have Naveen from Biome. Uh, which are doing great things. I mean, the, f- the fact that you can now look at, well, this might be good for one person, but not for another one. Right. And the same from my field in circadian, you know, what's good for one person is not good for another person. The moment we start to look at people and are able to measure, which mm-hmm. I, I think really is key, the moment you can measure important, meaningful things and then convert them to solutions. The problem often is you get all these data, But what are you going to do with them? Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. uh, what I'm looking forward to over the next years is that some of that data, in fact, becomes solutions that are individualized and that are looking at me um, um, as a specific uh, individual, a unique, uh, we're all different and we need different solutions. Correct. Yeah. We've also talked about here at Global Wellness Summit, women versus men and menopause. Right. I mean, I can't believe uh, how little focus some of these groups, big groups, yeah, <laughs> let alone small group, but but big groups are, are getting. And uh, uh, and the moment we start to dive deep into those groups and each individual, I, th- I think we we can do much better. So uh, you talk about uh, being, uh, you know, you, uh, your own specific individual, and I'll let you go after you tell me what is your personal uh, um, wellness routine or what do you do to stay uh, healthy and happy? Well, um, uh, as we've also been talking about here at Global Wellness Summit, we've talked about social relationship, family. I, I have on my Twitter account, I have family first and then, you know, entrepreneur. Uh, for me, family is, is, is the absolute most important. Uh, I spend as much time as, as uh, my friends are willing to see me with them. <laughs> Um, and, um, and, and hopefully, uh, you know, maintain and, and, you know, those relationships, uh, because they give me energy and then, um, uh, and then I try as much as I can to, you know, eat healthy. Of course, uh, I'm not fanatic by any means. I think we've learned from Dan Butner at this uh, conference that it, it's not always trying hard. It's just to try to you know, live a balanced life and, and try to do things as we used to do a few hundred years ago, rise with the sun, go to bed when it goes down, you know, a few hours later. Spend um, time with family. Yeah, spend time with family, have a good time. Don't be too uh, extreme in mm-hmm. any way. Um, I think that's, that's my key, at least. I'm, 
I'm certainly eating unhealthy at times, and I'm <laughs> certainly going to bed later than I should. I'm certainly disrupting my circadian rhythm once in a while. But Sometimes when you spend time with friends and family, you have to also uh, eat uh, some unhealthy food or, or go to sleep late at night. But uh, yeah, yeah, the balance is the important thing. Yeah. And, uh, family, friends, and then, and then uh, just have a job that I'm extremely passionate and excited about. I find fulfilling. Now I'm 47. Early on, I could build a company with no meaning, um, you know, mm. just to build it because that's fun. Yeah. Uh, now it has to have some meaning. And every entrepreneur talks about like building something that makes a difference in the world. And often I don't think that that's true. Uh, I, I see many meaningless things or things that, you know, are, are not really helping humanity or the planet for that matter. Um, so they're not making a difference uh, and, and sometimes they're even harming you know uh, harming us or kids or whatever computer games with violence or this and that I um, for me it has to be something I'm extremely passionate about and that's and that's where the competition between my work and family and friends mm. come in you know right. because if you love what you do you want to work a lot mm. and uh, but uh, I'm fortunate to also have a family and friends I want to see so it all works sounds like a good plan I agree with everything uh, you've said <laughs> Mickey Bayer Klaus and CEO uh, founder uh, of time shifter very very uh, nice talking to you sir thank you Jonathan nice talking to you That's it for this episode of the Welltech podcast. We'd like to thank our guests, our producers and editors from Shema, and you, our listeners. We hope you enjoyed this one and please subscribe to our feed wherever you get your podcasts to make sure you hear our future episodes. We invite you to learn more about what we do at welltechventures.com. I'm Galit Horvitz from me and Amir Al-Roy. Goodbye and be well. Thank you, Galit. Be well. Thank you.